Hi everyone, welcome back to the Otterculture Podcast. You're joined with fabulous co-hosts Ben Lawton, Josh Henderson, Max Barham, and our new giant light that is illuminating our faces. You can't see it, but trust me, it's bigger than the moon. It is. Huge. It's enormous. Uh, gents, what are we going to be talking about today? How, how can we attract the listeners into listening to the oh, entire pod pod? Everything. Listen. So many things. Wow, I'm excited. <laughs> We're going to talk about my brand new electric car. Oh. Whoa. Wow. Max, you're going to be Does talking about... Wow. <laughs> Does that work, Dan? No. Well. <laughs> Max, what are you going to be talking about? I'm going to be talking about things in the world of technology, like uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter because he can, and Ford bringing out concept cars that they probably won't put into production. Benjamin, what are you going to be talking about? I will be talking about all of those things with you. Nice. Cool. Nice. Yeah. What do you want to go into first? Let's talk about your company car, Josh. My company car. It's quite a story. Um, so, for those of you that have followed Otter for a while, you'll know that our sweet, sweet Ben placed a Tesla order at the end of last year and got it in December, I believe. Is that right? That's correct. Quick time. Yes. Six weeks. There are many perks and benefits when you put a, an electric car, especially through a business. Um, you did a, whole, did a whole video on that, so we won't delve into that too much. Go watch but, it. Yes, go watch it. That is something that we, well, that Ben and Dan very kindly have opened up to us employees so at the when was it january around yeah around the start of the year we started looking into it um looked at a white model originally but that was going to be delivered in september if i remember correctly it was a long time wasn't it and then there's all sorts of hassle with the finance company and where we were placing the order but eventually we settled on a gray volkswagen id3 which is on the screen now for those of you that are watching um and yeah, I picked it up about nearly four weeks ago. Nearly a month I've had it. Yeah. How many miles you done? 800. Yeah. Cool. 800. It's not bad. Yeah. It's good. It's very nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah, do you? Yeah. And it goes zoom, zoom, doesn't it? It goes zoom, zoom. It's not quite <laughs> as quick as the Tesla. And it's electric, isn't it? It's electric, and yeah. How, how have you found transitioning from filling up your car to charging? The great charging. Very easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, a lot of people, well, for, for us, us lot in this world of tech that are interested by it, we kind of already understand how easy it is. But for, say, my family who don't really know too much about it, just saying like, yeah, I just park the car in the garage at night and I just plug it in. Yeah. And then I wake up with a full battery. It's like, oh, right. That really puts it into perspective for people. Mm-hmm. It's like that makes so much sense. And like, you know, they obviously say charge as much as you can. So I do plug it in every night. So I only mainly do 15 miles a day, if that. So How much of a bollock would it be if you couldn't charge at home? Yeah, it would be quite a bollock because there aren't any public ones right near where I live. It would be like a 15, 20 minute walk to the nearest one, which isn't the end that of the long. world. Yeah. Where is your nearest one? It'd be town centre. Really? Brunel Car Park, yeah. yeah. And you've got mug down there. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, that's one shitty thing about the ID3 though and Volkswagen because I know with your Tesla, you got your three-pin charger included. Yes, yeah, I did. But I had to pay an extra two hundred and sixty pound just to get that, which gives me the option to charge at home. But you get to keep it now for life, and I get to keep it because I will give a universal mine adapter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But... And you know, you can put that on other cars. You know. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you think they will change the ports at any point? No. It's a European CCS law. Is like, oh, okay. The European law they brought in type two to it stop to be they brought it in to stop that happening. Mm. Yeah. It would so have to be like one it. massive like engineering change for them to change it. Like, yeah, like, like there's USB C laws coming yeah. now. Yeah. But that's taken what, five years since USB C came in. So what's Tesla's one then? Uh, they have, I think it's a CSS one, yeah. which is a Type 2, but it also has an addition at the bottom where you can plug in a, a different yeah. adapter, which is like super fast. But that's mm. the same as that's the, the same RD3 has as the well. CCS. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, it's so CCS. you could use a Tesla charger? Uh, Tesla wouldn't let them do it. Yeah, the, su- the actual supercharger bank wouldn't let me. But, but you it, could, I plug, could it plug it in. Right. Yeah. But then Tesla are opening that up to. So theoretically, it would, would it just be like a software update to, to open that up? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's, it's Tesla. Well,. Just update the charges. Uh, yeah, they've got to update the charges. That's all it is. You have to make a Tesla account, I guess, and then... Yeah. You probably get charged more than Tesla owners. I would, They're going to have to give Tesla though. owners some sort of perk in comparison to other owners. Because it's like, cause some people buy a Tesla for the network. It makes mm-hmm. sense that they did, like, ultra-speedy charging for Tesla owners. Mm-hmm. And then, like, maybe get, like, 100 kilowatts or something for... As the, as the like, supercharge for everything else. Yeah. Battery, batteries are only getting bigger, so it's yeah. like you kind of you need the big boy chargers in, right? Yeah. Have you used a big boy charger yet or anything? I've used one. So yeah, that's the story. The first weekend of when we got it, because we got it on the Friday, we went to Sirencester the next day, which is you know twenty thirty minutes from here. Um, Dan's favorite place. Dan's favorite place. It's a good place, nice little town. So we went up on Saturday morning, and the waitresses there have like eight chargers, which is really really good for a supermarket. Um, and they have two rapid ones, but they were Shell, and the Shell ones are really expensive. So we ended up paying 30 quid for about 30%. I can't be right. Oh, my God. Something's mate. wrong with that. That is outrageous. It's, it was so much. I plugged it in, and it charged me straight away because obviously it recognized It's over a pound car. a kilowatt. That can't be right. Okay, maybe, it was, maybe I charged a bit more, but... Um, yeah, it was outrageous because I I I'd, I'd gone to the, the Swindon waitress the night before, just to actually do a bit of shopping, and I just plugged it in because I had one there, and it's BP Pulse, and that was completely free. So to then go to the same supermarket with a different brand was like why was that free? Shit, I don't know. Some BP Pulse ones are some, a lot of supermarket ones are free. Oh, that okay. Sirencester one clearly is not. So we got shafted there and then, which was not fun, but won't be doing that again. But it's cool doing a rapid one because we then just went and sat and had a coffee and just watching it like go up. What do your What do your parents think of it? What do your parents think of it? My parents love it. My parents love it. My I took my mum and dad out for a spin the day we got it. I think um, I went and saw them after work and I put my foot down the naught to sixty in seven seconds. Really blew their socks off yeah you could say i bet it did which makes me worry to think what their reactions would be in your car i think they'd probably cry <laughs> i just want everyone to experience how fast the performance is yeah because it, it like my car's nothing on that that thing is like a whole nother ball game but isn't it only like, how much quicker is it a second and a half oh wow that's quite quick it's 50 percent faster 50 yeah, percent that's, that's nuts yeah it's like the difference the difference between mine and yours that again on, from mine to the performance. Oh my god, that's mad. Yeah, think how quickly you get to Tesco's. But isn't it like a twenty grand increment? It's at least ten. Yeah, yeah it's a lot. That's, that's so much it's money. A lot, a lot. But if you're a speed money. demon, you'd buy it, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh yeah, if you're a, if you're a car boy, 
Yeah, but what's yours now? 3.4? 4.4. 4. 4.4. It's not slow. But that and having nah. been in it, it's, it's not slow. Not slow. So it's not slow, but it um, it's slower. <laughs> the thing is, because I've tasted, I've tasted what the performance yeah. can do. Yeah. And it's always at the back of my head now, like, yeah, this is really quick, but it's not. It's like when I was younger, I was in South France, and my parents took me to their steakhouse, <laughs> and I had we, had we had a Chateaubriand, and it was literally. You know, you know, one of those memories where it, like, it must be better in your memory. Mm. But it was literally the best steak I've ever had. It was like perfect tenderness, like taste, and the cut was amazing. Everything about it was just orgasmic, right, this steak. <laughs> nice. And now every time I have a really good steak, yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. But it's just not as good as that really? steak. Really? Yeah. I have the same thing. I always think that. And it's the same with the, the speed of the Tesla. It's like I floor it, and I'm like, this is nice. really quick. But I know how much faster the other one was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you experienced the performance one, didn't you? In the test drive, yeah. yeah. So I think I, I kind of cucked myself by doing that. <laughs> or, or fucked myself is a better term, but yeah, it wasn't... Um, I don't regret it, but part, mm. part of me wants her back, you know? But I just, I just, just want, want her back. back. <laughs> what did you have, Max, that was like that? Um, I had a burger in New York. I had a Shake Shack in one of the... I can't remember where it was. One of the parks in New York. And I remember biting into it and similar thing. It was just like, I've peaked in life. This is it. There's no, like anything I do in life now is just meaningless. Yeah. Um, and I've been chasing that high ever since. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Mr. Beast Burger will be the one. <laughs> um, we should have done a review. We should, yeah. To be yeah. Fair, to on be the fair. podcast, ASMR. <laughs> yeah. Can we just talk about that for a sec? Because I don't really know what Mr. Beast Burger coming to the UK. And Swindon. I don't really know what because you were speaking about it earlier, about the sort of mindset behind it. Can you just explain what you think it is? Because I don't get... Well, per capita, Swindon eats the most hamburgers in the country. Are you serious? On a percentage basis. That's actually a stat. No, I've made that up. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> There's no way that Google knows that Swindon yeah. exists. Mate, if that was a real oh. stat, we'd, we'd see t-shirts of people being <laughs> yeah. proud about it, wouldn't we? That's so good. Um, I think it's just a way of him, he's obviously, you know, making so much money with YouTube and then obviously giving so much away to make mm. the YouTube videos, like millions now. Um, I think he's going to have to, he, he's obviously trying to diversify his portfolio and his, and his business into a f- fast food chain to try and bring more money in but also I've also heard stories in America though that he's like he's employing like convicts and stuff so he's like trying to he's trying to everything wow. he does he's trying to do good that's really cool um, I wonder how he's like just all of a sudden because I mean I, I haven't really heard much about it but then again I'm not an avid watcher of Mr. Beast I've watched most of his stuff but not everything it's the views but, like, but how because starting a restaurant business yeah I would imagine doesn't just happen overnight yeah no. you go on their website and all of a sudden there's loads of locations yeah that, are, uh, that might, might not be all up and running but there's multiple locations that are open now yeah. he's in the u.s so theoretically you would open a load of stores there he has done but now he's he's come over into europe that is insane isn't it yeah it's must it's quite a cool tactic that he's coming into like weird not weird but like smaller towns like swindon He's opening like a shop here. We watched a video earlier, and there was one in Aylesbury. Yeah, it's like all these random places. Right, he could open a flagship in London. He That's might probably though. what like five times the price of the rent mm. is in Swindon. He's just he moving. can do five more restaurants for the price of one. That's so much better for him. Yeah, I guess it's also like they're. It's, it's probably likely there's franchisees. 
Oh yeah. Who are yeah, you saying? Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. I'll, I'll do it for the name. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I would be interested. Like those American burgers that you had a minute ago, Dan, where it has the burger in the half foil. Yeah, I don't know why. So man. American. It, it just it? speaks to my heart that a little bit. Like it's just it's it's food on the go. I remember my friend coming back from living. He lived in America for a number of years, and he came back and he was spe- just speaking about In and Out. You know the L.A. Yeah. Mm. And just listening to him talk about it, I was just sat there like, oh my god, that's the next Shake Shack. Salivating. That's, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one that I need to try. We haven't got In and Out here, have we? No, it's only on the East Coast. <gasps> no, West Coast. Sorry, West really? Coast. Yeah. Have you had Taco Bell before? Yes, mate. I had Taco Bell last week because they got one in Swindon now. Good. Did you shit yourself after? Nah, <laughs> I don't know where that comes from, but that shit tasted amazing. Really? It the fries, mate. Mate, you gotta be careful though. You gotta be careful though. One, Karis, if you're listening, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, Karis and I once had we went for like three days at uni where all we ate was like fast food and one of the day, I think it might have been the last day or the second last day was um, Taco Bell and it was horrific like I've never felt so bad after eating it in my life We, to be fair we had quite in, a lot what in the toilet or just yeah just everything just about my life just <laughs> about where I was going in life and the toilet go more then, into that yeah it was just bad it, right. put me, it put me in a real hole. So just be really... <laughs> <laughs> just uh, just word of warning, as someone that's had many Taco Bells, be very, very careful about how much you consume because it will consume you. Is it is it like spiciness that like messes with your stomach? It can be if you order spice. I've heard that the spicy stuff is is quite intense. Yeah. I'm soft. So I was going to say, you're not a spicy spice, boy, no. so what is it that messes with you? Oh, it's just... Just a lot going yeah. on. <laughs> They've got a rap called The Volcano. It's, it, I don't know why they call it that though. Is it hot? I haven't tried it. I just got the Probably. medium spicy chicken one, and it was. I would implore outrageous. everyone to try it. Crunchwrap yeah. Supreme is banging, yeah. but you will feel it afterwards. I promise you. I've tried the. They do vegan tacos. Ooh, which is Poppin'? pretty decent. Yeah. yeah, they're good. Yeah, need to have it again. You're a bit. You're a bit of a naughty girl for a vegan taco, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. boss. <laughs> yes, boss. Where's this going? <laughs> I've, oh, I was going to reiterate that TikTok, but there's no way I can reiterate that on on a podcast. Okay, oh, good. God. All right. Elon Musk bought Twitter. <laughs> nice segue. In other, in other news. <laughs> you just keep. Oh. We keep getting. I don't know if you watch it. If I don't know if you can see it on the on the uh, on, on the, the cameras. <laughs> We've just had Dad typing in next topic, next topic on the screen. <laughs> Um, oh god uh, we can always cut that don't worry no let's keep that in okay. that's funny <laughs> uh, how do you want... segue into that naturally I think that's a good segue I feel like sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and well go hard. do you know who else likes uh, naughty vegan girl tacos Elon Musk nice that's better See, there that's we go that's why you are the man thank you Check. tell me more Ben uh, he, well, this is your topic Max I don't want to take it away from you tell me more then. Max uh, Elon Musk bought a nine percent stake in yeah. twitter um but i think the sec are investigating it because apparently he owes something like 157 million dollars or so or he made 157 million dollars in the shares going up after that because the shares like the twitter stock just absolutely skyrocketed after he announced it and mm-hmm. he made a shit ton of money off that um but something like you didn't he had to disclose something and he didn't disclose it until after it had all gone through. Yeah. So the SEC are investigating him. But 
apparently the fine that he will have to pay is only like a couple hundred thousand <laughs> What's the in comparison point? to yeah. making over well that's why he didn't declare it million. it's yeah. just less tax isn't it yeah yeah but yeah so he he it was announced on twitter well the twitter board basically came out and said oh we're gonna have elon musk on the board of twitter now mm. and then a day later they were like ha huh, no no he's not <laughs> no, we're, no we're not actually yeah um and it does look, I don't know if this is true. But he's since but, made an offer as well, hasn't he? Yeah, well, mm. this is what I was going to say. It looks like he's gone, all right, well, do you know what then? I'll just buy Twitter then. I'm going to come back. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to come the back building. and buy the building. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's, it's exactly that. It's exactly that. Which is insane if you think about it. Like, yeah. to be able, because I, yeah. I would say Twitter is one of the big three really isn't it it's like facebook twitter instagram Definitely. but i've i've seen like in a lot of videos around all this happening recently it's like it's one of the platforms that have struggled to evolve the most mm. so they're in like a bit of a rut and they i guess they kind of need someone new and fresh on the board to kind of spice mm. it up a bit 100 percent. my question is is that elon elon musk yeah i don't know well i guess the the more interesting question is <clears throat> is 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 that a worry that billionaires can just buy arguably one of the biggest mm. platforms in the world where most people get information from you could argue it's out of the free it's the best place to get the most accurate information of the free yeah compared to instagram and facebook or the most sort of i don't know what the they word have like is. the the most people who are important figures like they have yeah, a lot of very. politicians writers yeah, important people on there who use it frequently as well. Mm. Whereas, like, you wouldn't get that kind of interaction on Instagram. It's yeah. just mad that someone can just buy that platform. Yeah, and it's it's like it's like he's almost like a modern day Rupert Murdoch, where he just buys, the, you know, yeah. the Sun or the BBC, yeah. and then controls the narrative in the country. If you buy Twitter, yeah, what are you buying? Apart, aside from the company that makes profit, yeah. what are you buying? The well, asset like, buying the narrative. Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of the yeah. biggest tools because if you think about it, like he. I don't understand how nothing's been done about this. I don't well, to be fair, I don't really know if there's anything people can do. But he's pretty much used Twitter to manipulate the market for years. Like yeah. years. Like any time he tweets, I'm gonna do this. Bang. Stop Dogecoin. Price, stop price yeah. just goes everywhere. Like he like it is market manipulation. So now he's effectively gonna be the owner of his main tool that he uses to manipulate markets. Yeah. And all his Elon boys are going to go with him. It's genius. It's it's genius, but it's also a fuck you to like the Fed and stuff, isn't it? Because they can't oh, yeah. they can't stop it yeah. in a sense. This might be me being dumb, but it, maybe it'll help some of the listeners as well. This is maybe a question for you, Ben. So Elon is now majority shareholder with nine point something percent. He's like bigger than BlackRock and all those mm-hmm. horrible investment companies. Yeah. If now that he's made his offer to buy one hundred percent of the company. Whose decision is it to say yes or no? Um, How does that go ahead? So you can only buy stocks from shareholders. Yeah. And that offer to, for like 41 billion, whatever it was. Yeah. That's, that's just, let's assume Twitter's worth 41 billion. Mm. It may not be. I have no idea how much it's actually yeah. worth. All he really has to do is acquire 51% and he'll own Twitter. 
because he'll have majority vote. Because if you have yeah. 51% and then you have three of the people in the room who all own a third of 49, mm. it doesn't matter what they want because you have... You are the majority. You've got majority. Yeah. So you decide everything. So Elon could go to BlackRock, for example, who I think own like 7 or 8%, so they're one of the other big No, 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 no. He owns 9 yeah, and yeah. the second biggest is 2%. 2%? Yeah. And he, uh, that's, so, the, that's the co-founder of Twitter. So could he go to co-founder of twitter and say i want to buy your shares he still has a say in that doesn't he he could say yeah, no yeah. i don't want to sell yeah so all the big wig investors who are invested could say no we don't want to sell to you so he couldn't buy them for yeah example. but he only needs to acquire like what well, if he's got nine percent he only needs to acquire like 43 yeah. percent or 42 percent sure and if that that means that there's you know 50 percent by people who don't like him he, yeah. he doesn't have to buy from yeah this is how like this That's is how mental. it is insane. This is how That's owners insane. get kicked out of their own companies because they yeah. the, some of shares get liquidated and then they lose control because majority mm. shareholder comes mm. in with loads of money. That's kind of what happened to Steve Jobs, I think, at one point before he came back. He did, yeah, at one point, yeah. Mental, isn't it? Mm. It's mad that that's how it can go. It's just so complex, like yeah, and things are changing every single day. Like one minute it'll be like, oh yeah, no, it's falling through, and the next minute it's like. Yeah, even more things are going on, but there was a, I saw this argument on Twitter, ironically, um, where people were saying so he's obviously this massive advocate for free speech, mm. and Donald Trump was removed from Twitter for being a moron. Um, <laughs> does this mean that now he's going to have to Restate. bring back yeah. Donald Trump in light of free speech? Yeah. It's a good question. It's a like really all good these question. things, like if 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 Elon Musk is like doing it for the right reasons and wants all this stuff and wants everyone to be able to say whatever they want, how do you police Twitter? Is you, it just going to be a cesspool you can't, for Reddit? You can't. You can't say I want free speech and then police it. Yeah. You, if you want free speech, you can't police the pro- Yeah. The problem Twitter made is they made a stand. Yeah. But it's like who plays God and sets the bar on what is and isn't allowed. Like, you know, do you allow, like, how many racist jokes do you allow? Mm. How many, like, yeah. jokes about transphobia do you allow? Like, is it everything, none? It's either everything or none. I mm. think anything in between, it's like, where do you stop yeah. it? Yeah, because you can, you can say, oh, no, we, we removed that because it's racist. But it's like, okay, but you're not, ex- you're not exercising free freedom of speech then. Yeah. Mm. So, I don't know what the answer is. I'm no, for I, freedom I of speech completely. Yeah, but then again, I don't want to be there and think like, "Oh my God, there's like so many people just getting absolutely bullied to shit yeah. online because I'm an advocate of free speech." So it's like, it's it's it's, it's a lose lose, really. Yeah, but I th- also think taking away free speech could lead to a, it's a very slippery slope. That's what I mean. It's so hard yeah. to police, especially on that scale where it's not just like, "Oh yeah, we're only going to ban or we're only going to." shadow ban people that are being offensive it's just like okay well what's your scale of offensive yeah because some people yeah, won't, like, yeah. it's like I mean? the whole joe rogan thing last year with spotify and the spot um joe rogan basically said loads of he'd dropped the n-word a few times and said some covid misinformation things but then the ceo of spotify came out and said okay yeah but banning free speech is a very very slippery slope mm. like you said and that's something that spotify doesn't really want to be involved in fair enough yeah, can't really fault him. It's like, okay, yeah, Rogan shouldn't have said those things, but if they want to be a platform that supports free speech, freedom of speech. Yeah. I have no idea how Elon Musk is going to do it, but then to be fair, he's a much more intelligent man, I like to think, than I, so fair play to him. Good luck. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. We're not, yeah, this is why we don't get paid billions, you know? Yeah. Mad. In other news, on the tech side, still, going back to EVs, Ford released a uh, electric F100. Dan, Dan, could you pull it out, please? He's smoking a cigarette in there, I can see. <laughs> F100. It's a... The E. Nine, EV concept. 1976? I think. Yeah, look at that, mate. Oh, nice small picture. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is great. These are great, Dan. You could. Um... Oh, it looks so like a nice. Classic truck. It's got the sh- the the chassis of the Mac E, uh, the mm. Mustang Mac E, and they've kept the whole exterior is just metal, Solid and they've metal. basically just EV'd it. So the whole interior yeah. is redone. Can you buy this? No, it's just it's a concept, concept car. Which I th- I think I honestly reckon that if they rolled that out, it would sell insane numbers 100 percent. there's yeah. so much interest from it they're quick aren't they yeah it's 3.9 yeah. seconds under four seconds, seconds. Yeah. yeah is it was it a free is it a free seats in the front it's essentially i think it's just two in the front yeah two two in the front it's essentially it's got a six foot bed it's got it's two only two seats it's basically a sports car with a boot then well the thing is it is assen- wow. it's essentially a classic ford pickup truck sat on top of a mustang mac e performance yeah how much do you reckon it will retail for? We've got no idea, really. Well, it's concept car, so I don't think they price it. I think it. it's classic, modified. It's, it's isn't wonderful, it? isn't it? I would imagine yeah. they price it a little bit more than a Mackie before. Oh, it's stunning, yeah. mate. Look at that fucking centre console. Yeah. It's so nice. It does look awesome. MKBHD did a video on it. Yeah, I look think, at that. I think That's it's a Top Gear. Look, look, yeah. up the, look up the uh, electric Ford Bronco, Dan. Oh, Mate, don't get me and Ben started on the this, this, this is real, and you could buy this, I think, Joss, isn't it right? Yeah, just they don't sell them in Europe. Look at that, yeah, look at, look is that, at it? that. Yeah, it's yeah. stunning. It's, they only sell it in North America, I believe. Just picture, oh picture this, mate. It's middle of July. You've just finished work. You're going down to South Cerny with the missus, and you've got, you've got one beer in the back because you're going to obviously drive back home. So one yeah. small beer, and you get to the lakes, mate, and you're in that, and oh you've, got, you've, got, you've, you've got your fishing hat on. <laughs> and some bu- and some um, beaver stocks, whatever they're called. For those Birkenstocks, it looks like a classic Stein at three hundred two hundred sixty five. Oh my god! What? Right, so it's for car collectors oh, that are never cu- going to drive it. A custom gateway Bronco. I think Ford are actually pushing out because they were pushing out hybrid ones, and I think the EV one maybe it's not released yet. For that, those lo- that looks like it's an, an OG one that's been customized. Yeah, it's just an old pickup truck that is essentially an EV now. But it looks incredible. Yeah. I don't know about the new Bronco. I think if they make... Wait. So the one that the, that you can actually go and buy for for X grand... I think it's like that. Is the new yeah. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're so gorgeous. I mean, to be fair, that does look pretty cool. Look at this. With the surfboard, Dan. It's like Suzuki Jimmy cross with Defender. Yeah. Down. Down. Beefed up. Down and right. Right. There you go. Look at that. <sighs> look at that, plugging that in, That's like... That's... It, what a, what a nice photo that is of such an old looking car plugged in. I w- why why do you think there is a scenario where people wouldn't do this? Because in my head that makes a lot of sense. Well, it's not aerodynamic. True. So you're never really going to get optimal range or speed out. Well, to be fair, you can get the speed out of them, but mm. range yeah. wise, well, like safety as well. Or well, do you think that would be? Interesting? I think you can still make it. It's, safety comes down to the chassis and the airbags, I assume. Um, you know, as long as the person's protected. Which I assume they can do. All I was thinking when I was watching the the um, the F one hundred review is, 
that is effectively like an X ton seven or like 12 foot thing of metal yeah that can go naught to 60 in 3.9 seconds or 3.6 seconds That's or whatever it. ridiculous it is. heavy object like if that hits fast. you yeah. you are Gone. flat flat as flat yeah my god good ad i would love adverts um look at it mate it it is it's low isn't I it i would have that very low that looks really cool I wonder what they'd be like to daily drive, though. Horrible. <laughs> I reckon that's not nice to drive every day. No, I reckon... Very blocky. As someone who drives electric, I honestly think it wouldn't be that bad. I think it'd be nice, because it's really smooth. There's no gear changes. True. It's, Very true. They're really easy to drive. And if it's got regen braking, it's one pedal driving. Mm. Um, it looks the shit. You can charge it home. It would probably be way better than any combustion engine. And it looks the fucking bulls. To be it? fair, yeah. everything on that is brand new. Yeah. Except for the, I suppose, the look. Yeah. So, like, all the, the interior is new. All the driving mechanics. It's got parking sensors. It's got cameras. It's got everything. It's a new car, just the shell of an old one. It's yeah. beautiful. It's like even down to like there's like a leather roof inside, isn't mm. it? That's like pinned in and everything. Like they've really made it like the old one. They've made it look like yeah, is is the best sort of fusion between old and new I've seen. Yeah. If I could marry a car, mate, it, I think it would be one of these. There is a company up north somewhere here in in England that is that renovates old cars and puts Tesla batteries in them. Mm. Like they've done a, a Defender. They've done like Beatles. They've done all sorts. Oh man, they're I've got to find... absolutely nuts because they can. They get like a Defender, like our old one, doing naught to sixty in like four seconds. Imagine that in our Defender. Insane. Yeah, I think I'm just looking now. I think there's a company. I want to say it's Gunter Works. Oh, I've heard of them. Otterworks. <laughs> yeah, Otterworks. Yeah, yeah. Wiltshire's uh, best production company. company. I think company. it's Gunter Works. They met. Oh no, maybe not. Oh, I can't remember what the name of the company is. It's uh, oh, I think oh, it's nice. Gunterworks. They make uh, they take the the chassis and the well, they take an old nine eleven, mm. like a nineteen, let's say nineteen eighty nine nine eleven. Yeah, they strip it out, and they put. Oh no no no! It's not Gunterworks. These guys do nuts respirated engines, but basically a similar kind of thing. They take old Porsches and they turn them electric, and they are insane, like Mad. absolutely insane. They completely restore classic Porsches. But they cost upwards of a mil to That's buy. Mad. Obviously, they sell it at such a massive premium. Yeah. But incredible. I, I reckon the more, because obviously EVs are going to be the only thing you can buy as of 2030, brand new. Yeah. The more the, the more people go down that route, or the more society goes down that route, the more we'll see old cars being converted. Because I'm pretty sure yeah. Ford sells a conversion kit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, well, as they've released that, they now sell any car. I think oh, it's within its means, yeah, they sell a conversion kit where you can take motors and batteries and apply it to whatever yeah, you want. I'm, I'm sure, sure it's well expensive, but... It's 10 grand. Is that it? What, and you just buy a shell of any car? Well, I think there's probably a lot more mechanics that you'd need to do to it, but I think it's the yeah. main components of a electric drivetrain or something. Yeah. For 10 grand? I just, I'd, I'd get like, I'd literally get three planks of wood. <laughs> like that put wheels on it mate I'd weigh like 400 kilos I'd go down the M25 like 400 miles an hour put wings on it I could be in Corfu to be fair 
Like the physics isn't fully there, but I reckon like we we could probably push it. Imagine how fun yeah. it would be though to like buy an old MX5, just oh. rip the engine out of it and just put an electric motor in it. That would be so fun. Or just like rapid, man. A Fiat, yeah, Fiat rapid. Punto. Oh my god! Something really small, like Proper you know, sleeper. Your mate who passes driving test at sixteen because he's like from America, so technically he's seventeen. Some weird law like that. And you remember the car he got? It was like that yellow Fiat Punto that his dad had god. bought from Newbury. And it was like seven hundred pounds, and it had different color alloys. Imagine doing it to one of them. The that Citroen, was very Citroen Saxo. But do you remember, like your first mate at driving test? He had the most clapped out car you've ever seen. I remember my mate passing his I driving test mate. like really early on. <laughs> really? I was the mate. Really? I didn't have the car though. My mate passed his driving <laughs> test. I was on the pass first <laughs> when he was seventeen, and he pulled up outside college in a classic mini, and everyone was like, "What the fuck have you bought?" He was like, "Nice, no, sick." And everyone was like. No one liked it. How the fuck are we going to get in the back of it? It was the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, really loud, very impractical, and he ended up rolling it. But it was sick. Like, I did they love so it by cool. the end of it. But I just remember seeing it after, like, the speakers are shit. You can't bust like, this, can't yeah. get, like, what are you doing? Um, but no, it was a sick car. It was very sad when that went. Hard to kill the conversation. What was your first car? My first car was a 2009 Polo. In silver, nice. I love that. Car. I like Dan's. No, older, the old shape. It had one of the iPod connectors. Oh, I remember yeah. being so gassed, like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna take calls in the car." Come on, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no one was calling me. Just <laughs> <laughs> your mum. Yeah. Can we get some milk? <laughs> but I can answer it in the car. So let's go. Who's the winner? What was your first car? I had an MG ZR 1.4 in gloss black. Dan, could you pull a picture of that up, please? MG ZR 1.4 black. Black. Oh, really? Mate. Uh, mate, that's sick. That's yeah. a rude boy car. It was a rude boy car, mate. That was. <laughs> that's literally. That's it. That alloys, spoiler, everything. Jeez. I love that car, mate. What happened to it? I sold it. Bought a, bought a, bought a Beamer, I think, after that. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Mate, if I saw that coming down the road at night, I would be nervous. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Look at it. Yeah. That was mean. Yeah, I, I took that down to like Italy, France, accidentally Switzerland. <laughs> you um, only accidentally drove to Switzerland. Well, no, I, I went to Switzerland by accident, yeah. <laughs> Do I was, tell. I was in Annecy in France, which is on the border. Yeah. And I basically got on the motorway the wrong way. <laughs> nice. Because uh, I was young and driving an MG. And then I got yeah. I got there, and they've got armed police everywhere at the border because yeah. they're the Swiss. And nice. you're supposed to have a special leaflet in your windscreen to say that you've bought a prep permit to come into Switzerland. I obviously didn't have that because I had no plan on going to fucking Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, well, they were like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm sorry, I've come the wrong way. He goes, oh, it's okay, it's okay. He just got around. I went around. There was like nine different English cars. Everyone done the exact same oh, thing. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. You must have been shitting I wasn't, he had, me. He had like an AR-15. It was like a fully semi automatic rifle. I didn't know what to do. Was he nervous as well? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got in the car. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. sorry. Gave him a lift home. What was your first car? My first car was my mum's car that she's still got. Peugeot 108 in blue. Very Peugeot cute. 108. And then I had Charlotte's old Igo. Nice. Love an Igo, mate. I know. I know. This isn't isn't a football channel. Um, the Premier League have just declared Liverpool's win over Man United null and void. I don't L- know football. L- Liverpool beat Man United four 0 last night. 
How's it null and void? I don't know. That's crazy. What? Imagine that. How? I don't know. We won't go into that, but I just thought I'd just throw in breaking news. <laughs> Dan, can you play some breaking news sounds? <laughs> do, 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 do. This just in. <laughs> Dan, Speaking do you want breaking news? Do you want to give us a topic and we'll just freestyle something? Netflix. Yeah, oh, Dan. Yeah. Oh yeah, Josh, you got have you got topic? Yeah. No, wait, hold on. I've got a better go on, idea. Then. Josh, go better. And this is really good. Dan, type in podcast topic and then click on I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> Onto Google, mate. It's not hard. Podcast topic. There you go. I'm feeling lucky. Dan, what does I'm feeling lucky do? Please let me pawn. What? Ooh. Oh, okay, what's number one? Let's go. Uh, keep going, keep going. Pause. Keep going. Oh, uh, number one. Specific places of people. All right, let's podcast about Dan. <laughs> my favourite fav- <laughs> thing about Dan is he's really good at following directions when he's hosting the podcast. So we time to scroll down a bit. Oh, don't mention... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention that activity <laughs> down there. Yeah. yeah, we can't, we can't cool. talk about that. Otter culture. Yeah. Lol. Uh, uh, Josh, what was your topic? Oh, it was something that came up in the news today, actually, about Netflix actually having their, uh, their first quarter where they've lost subscribers in a decade. Wow. They are down 200,000 subscribers for the first time in a decade, which so, is so mental. They have 200,000 less than they did last quarter? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that mad? I did see I did see a post about that. Apparently, it's it's due to Ukraine. Really? So, like people in Ukraine, obviously, who have you know, yeah, been going through war, have cancelled their Netflix subscriptions because obviously they just can't. Yeah, they've got other shit to do now. Yeah. Um, and they are they're projecting that they're going to lose another two million in the next quarter. Oh yeah. So sorry, oh, and Dan, they pulled out a Russia, of course. Yeah. Dan's just pulled up the article from BBC News. So because Netflix has pulled out Russia. They've lost 700,000 subscribers and another 600,000 people stopped using its service in the US and Canada after putting its prices up in January. But uh, I also read that Netflix are projecting they're going to lose another 2 million in Q2 or, yeah, Q2, which is nuts. Their stocks dropped 31% because of it. Yeah. Uh, mainly, they said also mainly because people are password sharing, which I don't really know how you stop that. And they kind of hit a wall there's loads of other platforms people that, know, that people are now subscribing to Disney Plus yeah. Hulu all of that Amazon Netflix is expensive now as well it is. I got a notification that they're yeah. putting their prices up again to what oh, like, like £7, like, £8 no more than that way more than that it was like 13 a month really 13 or four... wow in the UK basic and standard plans have increased by £1 a month to Six ninety nine and ten ninety nine. So the standard plan, you get free logins, I think. Yeah, I think mine. To wow. be fair, we've like we've got multiple for the family, but yeah, so it's still like thirteen, fourteen pound a month. Yeah, you have which to pay every more single for like month. the ultra HD and everything. Yeah, and like I will say though, guys, go on. As we are all young young bucks here, yeah, that is still cheaper than a TV license. True. Yeah, TV licenses, mate. They're about thirteen to fifteen pound a month. That's you can a get lot. you can get a standard Netflix subscription, a Disney Plus subscription, a Hulu subscription, and probably some peanuts per month, or a fucking TV license that gives you BBC and ITV. Yeah, and then you got but and then chances are if you're mm. buying a TV license, you're probably going to buy like Sky Sports or something like that yeah. as well. Aren't you? Yeah. So it's like that whole system needs yeah. to be rethought out, doesn't it? Government. It does, especially with uh, well, everything. <laughs> 
sort the bloody yeah. TV lines out. Now, I gen I am generally interested what will happen with that in like 10, 20 years when it's our generation that are expected to pay and they won't pay. Yeah, I, I don't know anyone. They'll have to pay. do something. Like they'll have yeah. to otherwise. Well, don't don't you only pay TV license because BBC? If you watch terrestrial TV, yeah, or if you use what BBC, if you watch pay extra terrestrial TV. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That was really that good. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> Can we cut that and I'll do the joke? <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They'll have to phase it out because people just won't be paying for it. The letters you get yeah. from the TV license place are fucking horrible. They are nasty. They're like letters. debt collectors, aren't they? Like, yeah. if you're watching the TV, Mate. we're gonna come in there with butcher knives and cut you up. I used to get well scared at uni. Yeah. I used to. I used to watch um, SAS Who Dares Wins. Yeah. On my laptop. Actually, no, that was Channel Four. I think that was all right. I used to watch something on BBC. Um, and every time you go on it, it's like, do you have a TV license? I'm like, yeah. shaking, like, oh my god. I, get me. I remember I used to like, I used to like be on the curse and be like, oh, misclicked. Oh, I'm in. Oh, oh. whoops. <laughs> Can't go back now. Really sorry. I heard a horror story that someone like came around someone's house and like demanded a grand or something. Yeah. Or, like they'll they'll like come to your house and be like, you're watching TV. Give me a grand. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus. I've got a grand. Yeah. I don't even care about TV that much. <laughs> yeah. So just take the telly. Yeah, 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 <laughs> take my memories. <laughs> Well, imagine like you can't pay a grand, and then you get debt collectors and repo guys coming in, taking my desk and all my things and my desk, my desk. I mean, I had bailiffs come to my house once. Really, really? Because when I moved into my flat with Amber, they we were originally we, we were with Eon. We moved in and we changed to Bulb. We moved in because they were yeah. they were a cheaper company. About do you remember this, Dan? This this was crazy. I can't believe this happened, and this is completely completely legal. By the way, go on. It's about eight months into us living there, I get a call from Amber, who's working from home at the time, and I'm at, I'm at work, and she's like, "Oh, um, there's a bailiff here, and they've got like um, a warrant to come into the property," and I'm like, "Fucking what?" She goes, "Yeah, it's to do with the energy." I was like, "Well, don't let them in." She goes, oh, "They're already in," and I'm like, "Oh god, you know this." I'm thinking like, you know, someone's gonna try and mug the house or something, so I I, I run home like five minutes, absolutely pace here, get there, and they are from. Um, Eon, and they had bailiffs, and they had a warrant, and it was all completely legal. And this can happen to people, and it happened to me. Yeah. And basically, what would happen was when I changed from Eon to Bulb, um, Bulb didn't tell Eon. Oh my god! So all this energy that I was paying for to Bulb, Bulb were just taking the money, and Eon were like, "Oh, you're using all of our energy because they hadn't switched." I'm not paying. I'm not paying. Yeah. Is that your fault or their fault? Bulb. It was Bulb's fault. Right. So Bulb were like, "Oh yeah, we've done the switch for you." Hit, give us your direct debit £30 a month whatever I was like mm. cool, sweet here you go it's £30 a month went on for 8 months Eon obviously just fucking meanwhile you're still using Eon's energy yeah not knowing Right. Think, I'm thinking I'm using oh bulb God. everything's good until this happens Yeah. and um, yeah they turned up and they put me on they changed my meter to one of the prepaid USB dongle things the absolute ball ache ones to stop it happening again and then I was like and, and then Eon were like oh yeah you owe us like £450 plus interest which I did what? Because the energy that I've been using, because I'd paid four hundred fifty pound to bulb. Right. Oh, e- oh. So right. even were like, well, you owe us four hundred fifty quid. Oh you know, God. you're in debt to us, and we've also changed you to a thingy meet. I was like, what the fuck? Did I- you not say like I'm not even with you? Didn't. Yeah, I told them the whole story. They were, they were like, I'm really sorry, but that's not our, that's oh, not our problem. God. Yeah. You know. Fair. So I called up bulb and I went ballistic, and I said, I said, look, oh, at the end of the day. Like, this is really shit what's happened. I'll stay with you as a customer, but you have to pay the difference on everything I'm out of pocket here. And, mm. and they were like, yeah, fine. 
but it was really like that should not have happened. It nah. was really, really shit service. I'd have shit myself for God. And then we had to be on that fucking pay as you go meter for like f- seven weeks. Re- that yeah. long? Yeah. Well, before Eon could come and before, sort before it out. Before Bob could come it. back and then change it over. And mate, those things are like, I feel sorry for people that have to use them. They're such a bull ache. What is it? It's literally like you take out this little dongle thing out of your meter. You go down to like a corner shop and you say, "Oh, here's fifteen quid. Can you put it on for me?" Mm. And then you go plug it back oh. into your thing again. So it's like a phone top. It's up like it's thing. like top topping up. Yeah, oh. topping up your house with energy. It's such a bull. Yeah, that must be long. Yeah, That's I'm mad. nervous about doing that. To be fair, you'll be fine. Doing the whole you'll be fine, mate. But like going back to the TV licensing, you'll have like letters on your doorstep the day you move in, like yeah. Thames Water TV licensing, energy. Oh my god. But once it's done, it's done. Oh, panic. Uh, oh, panic. That's been a fantastic podcast, Joss and Max. Thank you very much for coming <laughs> in today. Thank you, um, Robot I ben. especially like the part where you insert clip here. And Max, when you spoke about your insert clip here. Um, and that was, they were both fantastic. Yes. Fantastic bits. So thank you. Thank you. Cheers for listening. Cheers, Anne.